The hotel industry in Canada has been one of the hardest hit by COVID-19. The industry is continuing to rapidly decline with more than 4,100 hotel closures across Canada, more than a quarter million job losses, and these numbers are just of last Thursday, so there has been some time for those numbers to go up even more. Across BC, of course, those include locally owned, often first or second generation family-run small businesses, and those, of course, are probably at a bigger risk of, uh, of financial hardships as a result of this global pandemic. The government of Canada has announced the number of measures to support businesses, which are significant, but will it be enough? I'm joined on the phone now by the president of the Hotel Association of Canada, Susie Grenell. Susie, thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so a bit of a last-minute switch here. We were set to have Ingrid on from the BC Hotel Association, but now, Susie, you're joining us instead, so I really appreciate you taking the time here. Um, so like I had said, it's been a couple of weeks since we really last talked about uh, what's going on in the hotel industry when we had Ingrid on. Um, you know, like I said, it's been about a couple of weeks now. I mean, just how have the last couple of weeks been for the hotel industry across Canada? I imagine things have only gotten worse over those over that time frame. Oh, a hundred percent. You know, our industry has been, you know, virtually annihilated. Um, and we were one of the, as you mentioned earlier, one of the first hit in a matter of 48 hours uh, in early March. Uh, we saw our business drop by about 90 percent. And so uh, today we're running at about, uh, you know, three or four percent occupancy um, as a national average across the country. And what that means is that we've had uh, the majority of the industry have to close because at that level, you just can't sustain a business operation. And so we've, we've closed a lot of hotels across, across the country. Of the ones that remain open, they're open mostly for humanitarian purposes at, at this point to support uh, public health and other efforts. Um, and uh, certainly looking to the government to, uh, to support to support our sector so that we can pay the bills until we see recovery at the other side of the uh, of the tunnel here. Yeah, and, and I guess what is your confidence level in that uh, the ability for that to happen right now? Um, you know, just in talking in general with uh, all kinds of different sectors when it comes to COVID-19, small business being the one that seems to be the hardest hit right now just in terms of their ability to be able to recover, uh, uh, handle things in the moment and then recover once we do in fact get out of this pandemic. And I imagine that would be the same thing here when we're talking about hospitality providers. Some of those smaller players are probably a little bit worried that they may not be able to to rebound once this thing is over. Uh, well, you're absolutely right. No, you know, nobody is sitting on a huge mine of cash that's going to be able to get them through, you know, three to six months of sustained zero revenue. And that's virtually where our industry is sitting right now. There is, there is less than 5% revenue coming through the door. Um, and certainly, you know, when people think about the hotel industry, and you quite rightly pointed out, it, it, it is, you, a lot of people see sort of the big hotel chains. But each of those hotels are owned individually by somebody in the community um, or they might own one or two hotels in the community or maybe even three. Um, those are the people that we're, we're really worried about. The owners of these hotels, 78% of them being small and medium sized businesses um, across, across the country. That's a national statistic. Um, so certainly we are worried about them being able to reopen their doors at the end of this. Um, in terms of your question on confidence in the government, the government's made some really important steps in the right direction here, uh, supporting first, um, you know, frontline, uh, not only just frontline workers, but the, the public health initiative, vulnerable Canadians. They have made some very strong announcements for for businesses. Um, but you know, with with a government that is used to developing any one of these policies in the span of 12 months, now having to do that in a 24-hour period. 
um, there are going to be gaps and there's going to be glitches in the implementation. And that's really where we find ourselves right now. Some of the liquidity measures that have been announced are not accessible um, because of either the definitions or because of the machinery or because the lines are just jammed or because, frankly, our industry has been so hard hit that we're not really a good client for the bank. And so we're working with finance officials in the Prime Minister's office to try and work through some of those issues. Uh, I think we will come out the other side of it, but but there is a lot of work that, that still needs to be done. Yeah, and I did want to ask a little bit about some of the, the bigger players involved, but you kind of answered my question when you said, you know, there's you see the big hotel chain name on the on the building, but that's not necessarily who owns it. There is uh, those smaller players involved in an individual basis. And what did you say, 78% of all hotels are owned by some sort of local business owner? So that, that I think, speaks volumes to just how um, critical they are in, in local facilities when talking about who actually owns them. It's not necessarily, right, one big corporation that is owning each individual hotel, but they just sort of maybe have the, the operating rights, I guess, if you will. Um, so with that in mind, I just, you know, is, is there a, a lot being done to, to use the space right now? You, you mentioned there's some things that are going on in the industry to, to try to help, you know, whether it be the healthcare system, deal with, I don't know, maybe some overflow or things along those lines. I know I've heard of some places offering up rooms as, as like homeless shelters to be able to help with physical distancing since rooms are not being used. What kinds of stories are you hearing from hoteliers about how they're using their rooms now in a different way than they normally would? Yeah, there's a lot of that happening right now. All kinds of conversations at local levels, um, all kinds of individuals and groups of people who are in need of shelter, um, especially in light of the physical distancing uh, measures. So <clears throat> we're involved in, 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 a, in a lot of conversations around that right now. And so, so what that looks like is, um, yes, some hotels being used as, as shelter facilities, um, lots of work being done to support frontline workers, um, so that they don't have to uh, worry about infecting their families. Um, so, you know, all kinds of hotel companies are raising money to donate free rooms or putting together, you know, corporate packages that are, you know, very, very, you know, even below affordable so that, so that they can um, have, have a, a room available to them. Um, you know, even, even as we go into the spring and the flooding seasons and, and wildfires, we're having conversations uh, with with the groups that are orga- that you would usually organize evacuation um, initiatives, where people would be put in, let's say, an arena or or something that has really close quarters. Um, so hotels are being used now or thought of as a as a solution when people need to observe social distancing and they can do so more easily in a hotel. So all kinds of different uses for hotels uh, over the course of this period, including people who just want to self-isolate and and they're worried about infecting their families. We're welcoming those guests at this time as well. Yeah, I have heard of that. Uh, I know a couple of weeks ago or maybe even three weeks ago, I guess now where people were uh, coming back from, from vacation from out of country and they didn't want to uh, you know be with their families just out of that concern. So some of them were going into hotel rooms or, or maybe their family would in turn go to a hotel room once their loved one did come home so in order to not have any sort of cross-contamination with them. So I know that that has been something of a, of a, a way to at least fill some rooms, but uh, that's you know not really going to help when the, in the grand scheme of things when it comes to this. Uh, I also just wanted to ask you, Susie, while I have you, you know, I talked a little bit about just the number of layoffs that have occurred as a result of, of COVID-19 here. I believe it was some uh, a quarter of a million people have been 
uh, laid off or have lost their jobs as a result of what's going on in the hotel industry specifically? I mean, are things just going to get worse? What kinds of people are even still working in hotels right now, just, um, uh, you know, given that there's not a whole heck of a lot going on? Yeah, so the people still working in hotels, you know, it's what's called a skeleton staff. And so you would have, you know, a maintenance individual, you know, um, janitorial services. You would have one front desk agent. You would have maybe a general manager. Um, so, so four to six people maybe per property um, who are there just to keep the lights on and, and make sure that things are functioning. Um, with the physical distancing recommendations by public health, there's not a lot of interaction between a guest that would be in a hotel uh, and even the cleaning staff or, or, or staff in general. Um, you know, people are going and having a much different experience in a hotel right now. Room service is being, you know, dropped off at the door. Linens are being dropped off at the door so that there's no, uh, you know, we're not putting any of our employees at risk. Um, because we don't know who's staying in the hotels and, and what their intention is on, on being there and whether or not they have symptoms of COVID and, and they're, they're trying to keep their families safe. Um, so, so that is certainly, uh, that is certainly playing out um, as we speak. Well, Susie, I really appreciate you taking the time to come on and speak to me today. I think there's a long way to go here in the, be able, in the ability to recover from, from all of this that we're dealing with. And, you know, every industry is dealing with it in the hotel and the hospitality sector is no different. Anything else that you want to add here before I let you go? No, thank you for having me. I mean, I think there's, these, are, these are dark days. And, you know, what, what, what warms my heart is all of the stories that we're seeing of, of not only our industry, but other industries stepping up and really supporting this effort. Uh, I'll leave you with one nice story for your listeners is, um, you know, we have our truckers who are, who are busy trying to get food into our grocery stores. And now because uh, a lot of the hotel closures, they have nowhere to stop, to rest, to shower. So we've seen some hotels reopen along some of those really high traffic regions so that, um, you know, our, our trucking industry can, can go, they can take a hot shower. Um, they're offering complimentary food and, and coffee, you know, so that, so that they can have a place to rest. Um, you know, raising money for hospital workers so that they have a place to stay free of charge without having to worry. Um, you know, these are beautiful stories, and it's, it's just nice to see the humanitarian effort amidst all of the darkness. Well, thank you very much for sharing that. It's a nice, uh, positive way to, to kind of end things up here. So thank you so much for taking the time, Susie. Really do appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, hopefully we can all get through this thing together. So thanks so much. My pleasure. Have a great day. You as well. That was the president of the Hotel Association of Canada, Susie Grinnell. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time, Susie. Really do appreciate it.